0: What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of Afro-Latinos, it's your boy Auburn And it's Chandler And here we are, another week, another episode We're getting back on track, man, once a week actually yeah, yeah. getting together to record until you go to school And then God only knows what that's gonna look like Listen, are y'all, I'm gonna have time Are y'all going in person or have they like said what y'all are doing?
1: Yeah, they they have like the little hybrid business oh, okay. So it's like, I don't know, like two two or three days of the week in school and then the rest like on Zoom I don't know. We'll see when I get there. I'm I'm pretty upset because there's like three, other, including me, there's four people in that class. Oh, wow. I went into like this little meeting last week sometime. I was like, I had a meeting at I think two or three or something. I think it was two. So I was like, oh, I got to get on the meeting, you know, see who's there, see what they're going to talk about. I got on at two. There was a whole four people. He explained whatever, like quick and then he said, I just wanted like to make sure who's going hybrid and who's going full like online mm-hmm. and um and then that was it. There was a whole five minute meeting. I,
0: I've taught a class with four people before and it's that, it's it's dreadful. It's I, awful. Like they like so when I teach class, like I like to have fun. Right, so you know, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Like, uh, yeah. I have that game, that one game, and so I, I'm really big into learning through games and through music and stuff. So, like, I do remixes. Like, I did a, a Hotline Bling remix for one of my songs. <laughs> I made I a, a a Spanish alphabet song. That's a, like a rap. Like, I've I try to incorporate music and games and stuff to make the learning fun because I think that learning should be fun. Um, but you can't do anything with four people. Nah, four I go people. from like big like. Uh, you know, split the room in half and let's compete. Everyone send someone from your team up to the board. With four people, everyone's just there. They're right there. You can't do teams. Teams of two. Then what happens when one person is absent? Then I, I have a teach- like how many this times is an in a class?
1: School, so it's just straight like
0: yeah. This- and but with language <laughs> okay. too, you know what I mean? Like with Spanish or with any language, like we primarily use language to communicate. But so you don't have people in class to communicate to. You're not. You can't do anything with that. It was the hardest. It was my first year. I had a class of four, and I said I will never do that again. Uh, I, I I can't like it's So I think I would rather. Would I rather teach online for an entire school year or teach a class for four people of four people for a full year? That's the hardest. Would you rather I've ever been asked, and I just asked myself.
1: I was gonna say I didn't ask it. So
0: <laughs> that that is. I don't know, because online, people just be shutting their their mics off. Cameras. They be shutting their cameras off. You can't some, see. You just look at paying. their name or a profile I, picture. And I
1: promise you, when they turn their, their cameras off, they're, they're not paying not attention. not
0: paying attention you. to they're you, man. Paying. So, like, you're not getting any interaction. Like, I ask a question, and it's like 20 minutes before somebody even unmutes their mic, and it's like, no. It's like, <laughs> bro, like, what, what I'm waiting here for? Like, why am I wasting my time? Y'all clearly don't want to be here. I I don't really want to be here with y'all like this right now. But, you know, I guess you got to do what you got to do. So I, I, I think I would rather have the in-person with just four people just because you actually get to see them and talk to them and communicate with them, even though it's, like, super annoying to only have four people in a class. I'm going to have
1: to figure this out because... When do you go back? Uh, The 5th. I go... Oh, not until September. Yeah. So the 5th of September, I go to, like, the dorm or whatever. I wait there and quarantine for two weeks
0: oh that's right you did say you had to yeah. do that
1: and then i go back to t- and then we start school the 27th so i'm in new york for about oh, two weeks
0: wow you don't start school until the end of september and then when do you yep. when are you done with the semester like
1: january oh wow
0: there. Oh, well, that's because like a, most schools are going back like i know bloom like lock haven a lot of schools started today but they only go to like thanksgiving Mm. And then they're off to like forever. Well, they I only have like we ha- six, eight, or ten week classes, I think. Mm. Or twelve We'd, I think it's twelve week semester.
1: We have our breaks aren't like that. Like <laughs> they're not. Like I think I think Thanksgiving we have like four or five days, like probably yeah. a week, and then like the weekend, and then Christmas. I think Christmas. I think Christmas was a week or two. But that's like the longest. Mm-hmm. Like our s- spring break is like a couple of days, or like right. barely a week. So those are fun. I mean, I mean, it, it's a li- well, it's something. like
0: well, well, like last year was the first year. Like our fir- my first year teaching, our Christmas break was like ma- like ten days, maybe something like that. I think it was, um, and like Thanksgiving was only a couple of days. But this past year. Our Christmas break was a full fourteen days away from school. And by that point of the year, I needed a break from those students in the worst way. Because <laughs> they was working on every single one of my nerves. And I needed a break. But when it came back like I was like day ten ish, I was sitting at home like, All right, well, I'm ready to go back. I'm bored. Like, I just miss teaching, you know what I mean? Like, even though the kids drive me up the wall and I my, I just want to pull all my hair out every day, like, if I wasn't doing it, I, I would just, I, I would hate it. I would That's literally low key hate how it.
1: That's low-key how I was during probably Christmas break. I was like, I was trying to get away, f- away from the city. Right. You know, I was like, I'm coming back home and I'm going to relax and all that stuff. Probably a week went by and I was like, all right, I miss the city.
0: <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> I want to go over, back. I'm over this. Let's go back. And that's just, I think that's how it is with pretty much anything. And I guess, I don't know, I guess if you really enjoy the stuff that you're doing, it it doesn't make it that bad. But at some point, it's just like, everyone needs a break, but when your break gets to be too long, it's just like, all right, let's get, like, that's what this quarantine really is. Because, you know, like, most people probably could say by March, you know, it was already a tough year. You you might have been going through a lot. So by March, she's probably like, well, you know what? I could really use a vacation. I could really use a break. And then the world shut down. And then and you, you got a break, and the break hasn't quit yet, and we're still on break. Four months later, and that's the most annoying thing in the world. We're almost at five months. See, no, we. Matter of fact, because I know the world shut down on March fifteenth because March thirteenth was is a Friday. It was the last day of class. We got dismissed early, so with, maybe Monday the sixteenth was when Governor Wolf like shut everything down. Um, so we are, we are just at f- our five month mark of quarantine and being felt just like, oh home. God, and it, I it feel like, like two 2020 years. has lasted 20 years and I'm annoyed and I want it to be over, but God only knows what 2021 is going to bring. So Look. I'm really not trying to rush to the next one because no, it, it, I'm good. it, it I'm good. could just be just as bad as this one was. I'm good.
1: Look, what was I, gonna say? I don't know. I was going to say, um, I don't leave my house. Everybody knows that. I don't leave my house, but. With this quarantine, I don't know what it is. The fact that we
0: can't do anything can't
1: do anything is oh, more annoying. It. It's like I'd rather be inside knowing that I can go out. Right. But like right, the right, fact right, that right. we were like right. held in like you can't go anywhere. Well, and that's get, what like, makes uh,
0: my life so hard because I am literally never home. Like ever. I, I do so many things to keep myself from getting bored. Like, I'm always on the move. I'm always going somewhere, doing something. Oh, I know that. And now, I literally can't do anything. And so, I'm just stuck in the house. And I hate it. I hate it.
1: I'm having a blast. (laughs) Things have opened up, so it's kind of... Yeah, like, uh, Shailen
0: and I went on a hike.
1: Oh, no, you're crazy.
0: And then we did that. We only went once. But, like, that was nice to just get out (laughs) and do something a little different. You know what I mean? But, like...
1: I mean, I guess.
0: I... It was fun. It, you know, it's nice. We went to uh, Ricketts Glen. You see the waterfalls, you know, do a little hiking, a little trail. I'm just glad we didn't hiking. get lost and could get out. I don't really get it either, to be honest with wa- you. Like You're just, just walking just in the woods. But it, it's nice to just be away. No, here's the here's the thing. I was pissed when we went up there. So we went up to Ricketts Glen. This was early quarantine. This is probably April, early May, right? So sorry everyone about our sniffles. I don't know if that's my allergies. That's my first one. <laughs> I've, I've, been, <laughs> I've, I've been dying this whole time. <laughs> yeah. I apologize if I'm if I'm killing your eardrums with the sniffles, but I I don't know what it is. Anyway, so we went up to Ricketts Glen like I want to say April, early May, and on the drive up there. So if you've have you ever been, Cheney? Ricketts Glen. Yeah. I don't know. So it's pretty much just, like, the whole way up, just all woods and stuff all around you. So, like, there's not yeah. – it's really rural, so there's not really, like, a lot of places to just stop and do whatever. Man, I had to pee so bad on the whole yeah, drive wood. up there, right? On oh, the
1: drive. Oh, yeah, dude. on the
0: whole drive up there, bro. I had to go so bad, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just hold it. I'll just wait till we get up there cause I know when we get to the little spot, there's that little – they're going to have the little bathroom, uh, the little building. Kelp. Cheney, my feelings were so hurt. When I started, I got out the car, and I started walking to the building, and I saw a little sign on the door, and I was like, oh, nah, they're not going to close the bathroom. Imagine them close. Like, who who closes the bathroom? Could you imagine that? That's crazy. Like, you can't just close a whole. They closed it. Don't you know, I walked up to the door, and it said, due to COVID-19, these bathrooms are now closed. How are you going to close it? And I'm like. They got soap. I'm like, hey, yo. What I'm. How because if I go pee in the woods and somebody's around, then I'm, it's public indecency. I'm getting arrested. I'm going to jail. I'm getting a fine. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, just stand there and hold it for how long or turn around and go find somewhere? Like, what? A, what a, yeah, yeah. how are they just going to close the public bathroom? Like, I was so hurt. My feelings were so hurt. You do that thing where you um, you get your car. You go like, find a bottle sitting inside. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you got to do what you, you got to do, but, like, come you, on, you, bro. You
1: go um in your car. You open your door and, like... You pee, like, right there. Like, you park. You pull over, like, really close to, like, the woods and whatnot. Yeah. You open a door, and then you pee. Everybody does that on the highway.
0: That's crazy. I've never done I don't think I've ever
1: done I used to do that in, in PR. That's crazy. Well, if you had to pee, you had to go. I you know what I'm I mean, saying. Yeah, I just got to do I never did it. A, I, don't, I don't think I'll ever do it in a bottle. It's, that, it's just so weird. That is a fact. I'll drink it.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, yo, this man's crazy. Uh... You know what's funny? Sometimes my phone be tripping. So, and then it's not even that it's acting up. And this is completely off topic from what we were just talking about. But. Oh, yeah, you think? Okay, anyway. Um,
1: oh, damn. Those are really so sometimes now,
0: this, like, your phone just knows you so well, it's kind of scary. They're listening. So, I when I get, when I wake up in the morning and, like, I leave out the house, my phone tells me I'm going to one of three places. To I, Wise, I'm like, hi. to Shailen's, yep. or to work, to, to, to the school. And this is only it hasn't done in a long time, but, like, right when we started leaving out from school and we were on quarantine, I would still drive to Shailen's house in the morning to pick her up. Yeah. It would still tell me, oh, it's 28 minutes to Chickalemi High School. Like, hey, first of all, <laughs> I'm not going there, so mind your business, <laughs> but why do you know that? But every morning when I wake up, Siri comes up in the little suggestions, you know, eight minutes to 555 Mahoning Street. Or, you know, eight minutes to Shaylin's house, right? So I just opened up my phone while we were recording to do something. And don't Siri suggest start timer for 30 seconds. Oh, that's crazy. How does it know we're recording the podcast and that we have a 30-second timer for the game at the end?
1: That's that's crazy. That's freaking
0: weird, right? Like, how did it know you were here and that we were recording the podcast? Because it's it's literally 2 o'clock on a random Monday afternoon. Right now, like this is not even when we use it. We don't know. We never have a set day that we record. So how does it know?
1: See, Siri is always listening for the "Hey Siri,"
0: but I I didn't even say it. Yo, all right, all
1: right. My bad, my bad. He's getting away from the from the.
0: Run away from this! I'm going back to Samsung. My Samsung never did that. (laughs) Sam, Samsung never. Samsung, (laughs) Samsung's personal assistant was called Bixby. B-I-X-B-Y. That was stupid. I ain't never used it. I don't use Siri, so I'm definitely not using Bixby.
1: They got in the... Hello, Bixby.
0: How are you today? I feel like you have to say Bixby. You can't just be like, hey, yo, Bixby. Nah, you gotta be like, good morning, Bixby. How are you today? Would you like some tea? You know, just turn into a brick. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from. I thought you said
1: brick. I was like, (laughs) why why would that be?
0: Yeah, you you hit yourself with a brick. (laughs) Anyway... We've been talking about this random stuff for a long time. You ready to get into the episode, man? I mean, I guess. All right, let's, let's, let's get us I'm cracking. just feeling a little
1: different today, you know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, we got a different I, little recording I, area, yeah. and so now everything is, everything is just comf- a little bit different. I'm
1: more comfortable, so I'm not... You're talking a lot more today than I'm you I know. I'm comfortable, so. I'm telling you. It's a little couch that you got.
0: That's crazy. Imagine. You, uh, I, I can't imagine it. You got it. Okay. We're sitting on so it. So I'm sick of him already. All right, so today's, today's is going to be a little bit of a teaching episode. Um, We're going to talk about a couple different things. Um, all related to language and culture. I think that uh, this is going to be a really cool episode. It's going to be a really cool um, experience, and just we're going to learn a lot. And I know I am going to get to teach Cheney some stuff that he's probably never heard of before, um, and he might he's, gonna, in he's English, definitely a lot. he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> going to teach me some stuff. Um, you know, I think you know I was I just finished up my master's coursework this past week um, for for this summer session, and the one activity that we had to do was like um, an action plan for teaching like uh, specifically English language learners. But I said in that experience that, you know, one of the things that makes our students well-rounded individuals is getting to learn about other people's cultures and getting to learn from your classmates. Like, even when you don't think you're learning from your classmates, you really are, you right? You do. So, like, do you just hear different experiences? and it, And it could be a lot of things. You know, you could hear... About religious backgrounds, you could hear about um, people from different socioeconomic status, so people with more or less money, like you get to see how kind of their lives work. Um, and you could see even like sexual orientation, you could see so many different things that you can learn from someone else. Um, and I think that that really just balances us and makes us better people. And so, you know, this episode specifically, we're going to be sharing some cultural experiences while also talking about some pretty heavy topics um, So, we're going to start talking about this stuff as soon as we come back from a quick
1: little break. Yeah, welcome back to Ever Latino, Jeric.
0: What's crack and B? What's, What's good poppin'? B? What's popping? Poppin'? <laughs> poppin'? All right. That was a terrible gimmicky intro. That was so gimmicky. But I kind of love it.
1: It was normal to me. Yeah, that's how. That's my nor- usual.
0: Yeah, that's how we normally talk to each other. Like when we get in the party. But that's, yeah, well, that's, that's a little bit different than that, the, than oh, the Afro Latino sound that we genuinely have. Honestly. But it, it obviously was for a reason. We're not just random. Just somebody clicked random. away from
1: this. They said this yeah, is not the right yeah, podcast. So I heard "Yeah", yeah.
0: and said bye, Felicia. <laughs> oh, bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. That's another one. So, wow. uh, guys, old. today today we're gonna talk about language and culture. And kind of the the mix of the two and kind of how um, language and culture uh, are developed and how it kind of affects our way of life. And so we want to look at it through the scope of slang. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about slang. We're also going to talk about uh, cultural appropriation. And the difference between assimilation and acculturation. Now, I told you this is a learning episode, and oh, Cheney yeah. doesn't even know those words <laughs> like at not. all. <laughs> and so I'm going to be teaching Cheney, and I'm also going to be maybe teaching some of our listeners um, about what this really means and what this looks like and, and what the effect has on our life. Um, and so Cheney... Um, You know, we come from different backgrounds. We have very different lifestyles in general. I mean, you're from born in Puerto Rico. You're raised for a little bit in New York. Now you live in Sunbury. You know, I was born and raised in Pennsylvania. I've been here. I've never lived in another state. You know, I was born in Western PA. Now I live here for the past 20 years. I've been in Central PA. PA. So... Where? uh Huh? Where? Newcastle. You don't know where that's at.
1: I do. We're like... Because you, you go to... So that's what you said. Okay, so you're from there?
0: Yeah, I was born in Newcastle. Oh, um, I thought we you were moved. straight Milton, Milton. No, no, no. We, I was born in Newcastle, and then we moved to Hershey. And my parents worked at the student homes down in Hershey for a couple of years. I think we didn't move to Milton until I was in—I was in kindergarten when we moved. And actually, we moved to Lewisburg first. So we, my dad got a job teaching in Susquehanna, mm. so that's where we moved up here. And so then we moved to Lewisburg, and then from Lewisburg we came to Milton. But I think we've been in this mean, house,
1: like the college? at the university,
0: yeah, uh-huh. Bug now. I said Susquehanna.
1: But Susquehanna is in So he worked at Seals Grove?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. He worked in Seals Grove, but lived but in, lived in, in Lewisburg. Lewisburg. Okay. Then we moved to here. I think we've been in this house for 20 years. And I turned 24 this year. so. So, yeah, I think that's about right. So the first four years of my life, I wasn't around here. But then the majority of my life, I've been here. And so like we come from different places and and even because we come from different backgrounds like you know I come from a church background I mean you come from a church background too but yeah, your know. church and like your family probably I'm I'm going to make an assumption you can correct me if I'm wrong but your family was is more than likely Roman Catholic is, do you have catholic family or are they all protestant like christian family Christian Your parents are are both Christian Okay so I which is shocking but well, not shocking but a lot of um well I, a lot I think of hispanics point, I th- are catholic
1: yeah, yeah m- i think my my dad's like um f- some some family yeah they went to a catholic church right and then like i went there like a couple times but then there was like another church somewhere else that i started going to and then i was christian so then i've gone to like like the summary christian one in nori i went to that one so i've been like christian
0: since then keep keep, i'm about to sneeze keep talking uh no i think i'm okay um (laughs) so like we but even 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 though we're both christian and like we're both raised in church kind of sort of like my church looks different than your church and like the church that i came from before coming here looks different than probably any of the Mm -hmm. churches so like we have a lot of similar experiences but even being like i'm black and you're not and i'm dominican and you're puerto rican like there's so much difference between us
1: while you're on that topic have you gone to like a different church other than like a christian church or something
0: yeah i've been to catholic mass um because my my grandmother my mom's mom is catholic um and so she goes to mass all the time like my mom was raised catholic um and so my grandma i think i've gone to a couple masses with her in new york and I know she was here for like a weekend or something. My parents were away and they were babysitting. So they were down here and it was a Sunday and she wanted to go to mass. So I think I went, I haven't been in a long time, but I've, I mean, I've, you know, the melodies we sang at a lot of different churches in the area. So it wasn't like, I, I know of other churches. Uh, yeah. We've, we've sang at like some Methodist churches and some, uh, Baptist churches, We pretty much sang at most churches in at least the, the surrounding area. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my dad's family, um, their church is the Church of God in Christ, which is another denomination. Um, so, like, I've been to different denominations of churches. Um, Cause I've been, I've been
1: obviously, I've been to a Catholic. Um, I went to the Christian, a bunch of di- different like Christian ones, but you know, still Christian. But um, and then I, a couple of years ago, I went to a Lutheran church. That was different,
0: very. No, that's going to be very different than like H two or like, yeah, very yeah, different.
1: like somebody Christian, the old pastor, you know, dressed in like a suit. They're all bilingual, so everybody. First, it was mainly Spanish, but they had a translator, right? And then, like, I go to H two, which is like all English, but still Christian, and all that stuff. I went to a Lutheran, they had this like robe yeah, on.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember it's much, very but very. I don't want to say because I I don't know a whole lot about another uh, like a lot of other denominations, so I don't want to I don't want to offend anyone and say anything yeah, yeah, yeah. that's too wild. But to my understanding, like Lutheran, the practice of of Lutheran churches is very similar in practice to that of Catholicism. So in just in terms of like the dress and the kind of the practices, yeah. but it's they're different. But I don't know how they're different, so I don't want to you know I don't want to assume yeah, or, yeah. or say anything crazy. But anyway. So we come from very different places and different backgrounds, and so with that comes a lot of different, you know, slang phrases. I mean, everyone makes, everyone, every culture, every group of people has their own set of words and own set of language that makes them different than another. Um, and so, like, what are some phrases or, or words for you that have been, like, a big part of your life growing up? Like, is there any slang phrases or anything that, like, you remember growing up in Puerto Rico or, or even with your family at home, like... Anything that you recognize? Slang, yeah, yeah. Phrases. Just specifically um, slang stuff.
1: I don't... Honestly, I think the whole Puerto Rican, like, Spanish
0: is straight slang. It is pretty slang. Because
1: um, for diapers... So you know how the brand is I Pampers? Just saw,
0: I just saw a TikTok on that yesterday. Yeah. It is the funniest thing. Bro, yeah, so, yeah, the,
1: yeah. so diapers... Did like, I send that to you? I feel pretty, like I, I did, it that and is you sent hilarious. It to me. So the brand is Pampers. So we call diapers in Spanish pumpeds. Yeah. <laughs> and then um what was the other one? It was so like So it
0: was pumped, there was oh oh how, what how do you, what do you call cereal at your house? Confle Cornflay,
1: <laughs> which is cornflakes, which is one brand. And then there's like That's like in Frosted the, flakes, in, the, the south, in the south in the south it's like
0: what kind of what kind of coke do you want? Like everything is coke. Yeah. What kind of coke? So it's like you want orange coke or like red like it's <laughs> everything is coke but they just call it so anyway. But yeah, so what else? So like conflag was the um, cereal um So
1: so banana Oh In yeah. In a lot of a lot of places it's either banana banana
0: in Banano, banana. Yeah,
1: bananera or whatever. Some
0: some countries call the banana plátano. They don't.
1: Plátano. They don't oh, call it. We, we, we like, call it
0: plantains, right? Yeah, plátano is a plantain to us, but in some countries, plátano also means banana. Yeah. Um,
1: but uh, unfortunately, we we like to be different, and we call it guineo. It seems more. Well obviously it's like it, the only
0: uh, it's the only one that actually sounds like a Spanish word but it sounds nothing like any of the other. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it's, it's pretty normal to me cuz it's like you know I I grew up with it but it compared to everybody else it's just like right who the fuck
0: Oh my god this is why we don't have any listeners oh, this is why we have few listeners Cheney I'm just playing. Uh,
1: it, it it was listen, I said worse, all right. You definitely
0: yeah. have Oh I know. Um, anything else besides those that kind of like when you think of like Puerto Rican slang, what do you think of? Like, are there, obviously we don't want you teaching people, you know, any swear words, <laughs> so we're not going to go <laughs> that far. But
1: listen, uh, half, half of the, uh, of our Spanish is, um, it's really just English, but like with an accent. Yeah, like hamburger, hamburguer. Well, well, hot well, is hot dog.
0: Y- yeah, and even though there's <laughs> words for those, right? Like an hamburguesa is a hamburger, and yeah, yeah. ca- perro caliente is a hot dog. You know, so there's words for them. Hot dog hamburger. Let me, hey, pasame, uh, uh, give me a botella from the refrigerator. the refrigerated. I can't even say refrigerator. La nevera.
1: La nevera. That's La nevera. A, there's actually
0: that's an easy different. one to say, but like the actual word, like. Refrigerator is a hard word to say with a Spanish accent, but, you know, there's some countries Refres- that call it the, the refrigerador, and I'm like, that's too, it's the nevera. It's uh, too much. S- I can't even say it. Soda? Soda. Soda, which is uh, refresco. refresco, yeah, you, you know, it's a soft drink, but. So you, you grew up talking. I don't know. What's crazy is I don't really think I remember growing up speaking in slang, per se. Like, we didn't trying to think in my house we didn't really say too many things that could be considered slang i really didn't start using slang until probably college
1: like in spanish or regular like oh like you no speak just slang in slang, slang yeah, like
0: yeah. yeah
1: the slang slang
0: like just yeah i i don't think so and i think it's probably because of like the area you, that i live in you know what i mean like I, here's here's one thing that we could talk about um i think we talked about this actually in the first episode a little bit when we talked about code switching um yeah. but I, i'm very careful usually about the way that i talk and the way that i present myself like if you hear me at, at my job the way that i talk at my job is going to be very different than the way that i talk at home and the, the way, way that, that I talk talks at home the is way that way i talk
1: different than ps4
0: Right. The way that I talk to like my parents is different than the yeah. way that I talk to my friends. Like I think that code switching goes so much beyond like just language to language cuz a lot of people when they hear code switching they think of like switching from from like Spanish to English in a sentence. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, you know, like hearing my like growing up and hearing my mom talk to her dad on the phone was crazy because in the middle of a sentence they'd be speaking in english they both speak english perfect right but in the middle of english they will just switch to spanish for no reason
1: my mom does that
0: and then go back to English, and like they'll just (laughs) constantly throughout the conversation go between english and spanish but the conversation never stops they never have to be like oh wait what did you what was that and so like a lot of people i think think code switching in that way but i think code switching is much more than just like Spanish to English or French to German, like oh, yeah. that that type of language. It's, I think that yeah. we all have, you know, different languages that we use depending on our situations. Um, a dialect. It, yeah, it, kind of like a dialect. It's a, you know, the definition of a dialect is a little bit different, but um, it is, you know, know, something that we have. And even like, um, you know, standard American English as opposed to something like African American vernacular English, right? So we have, you know, a lot of people think that the way that that African-Americans tend to speak. You know, there's a, there is a dialect of English called African-American Vernacular English or sometimes just African-American English, and it's a real thing. But a lot of people will assume that the dialect or the way that it's spoken or the way that those words sound is because of lack of education, because of oh, yeah. you know poverty or because of some so it's it's often you know if you hear african american english uh, uh, unfortunately a lot of times people think uneducated you know like and the, and that's like just that not, not the accent. case kind of like it's kind of like you know just the language when you don't use like so a standard american english you know i'm going to go to the store right mm, yeah. african american english i'm finna go to the store or like i'm about to go to the store I'm about it, yeah. You know these these sentences, these structures that, according to standard English grammar, are not correct, but according to African American English grammar, it is absolutely correct. <laughs> and so, one of the unfortunate things, and this is what I what I see in education, right you know, as a teacher, you know, where do you draw the line, like? Where do we accept? Like I, I can imagine if I was reading a paper, right? That's that a kid wrote. Say I was an English teacher, and I was reading a paper that a kid wrote, and I had to write a narrative. And everyone in the class is white except for the one kid, right? And the white, all the white students are saying like, you know, I'm going to go to the store. Well, when the black kid says, I'm gonna to go to the store, I'm about to go to store, about to go to the store, you know that teacher is going to be like, oh, well, that's wrong because that's not the way that English is supposed to be yeah. spoken. But it's just, I, I think it's just different Englishes. You know what I mean? It's just different dialects of the language. And I think that that, it's so interesting when you really look at language and, and how it really differs from one person to the next and even one one social group to the next, right? Um, and so that brings me to to a topic that I want to talk a little bit about, Cheney, And th- that's the difference between Acculturation and assimilation, um, and I'll, I'll give you the definitions here in a second.
1: Can but I can I do like uh, a guess on like what? Yeah, mean? yeah. Give
0: it, yeah. So acculturation and assimilation, they are not the same thing. Okay. Very, they they are about the same thing, but not the same thing. Okay. So, what do you think acculturation means?
1: Something, and does this have to do with like speaking wise? Like the yeah, this
0: has to do with it with culture as a whole.
1: Okay. So it, it it's basi- it's anything you get from your culture like where you come from okay. in and a way a, And like assimilation assimilate assimula-
0: assim- as assimilation assimilation correct
1: okay um you you gain from like a surrounding like certain surrounding like a like different
0: okay I won't tell you if you're wrong I'm going to I'm going to set up a scenario for you paint uh, a picture
1: okay
0: um and then I want you to to uh look at your look at your your thinking again okay So, when we were growing up, I don't know if you ever heard of this, but when we were growing up in school, we always learned of America as the melting pot of the world. Right. You ever heard people say, like, oh yeah, come to America, it's the melting pot, right? Mm -hmm. So, my view of America for a long time was always the melting pot. That was just kind of what was ingrained in us, what was taught to us. And the melting pot, is a perspective of assimilation.
1: Okay.
0: When I was in, I think I was in my sophomore year of, of college, um, I had a cultural anthropology class. Anthropology is the study of human life. Okay. Um, so I had a, a a cultural anthropology class, and they explained the difference between acculturation and assimilation. And what they said was that this melting pot idea of the United States is an assimilation, an an idea of assimilation. And that cultural anthropologists have begun to classify it as something different. And rather than being the melting pot, we reference America as the mixing bowl. And so what do you think the difference is between... Assimilation, the melting pot, and acculturation, the mixing bowl, like like a salad mixing bowl. What do you think is the difference between the two?
1: So the the pot.
0: Right. The melt. So assimilation, the melting pot.
1: Okay. That is. Uh. I don't know. Uh, these words. They sound like I know what they. M- in, in my head, it's like, oh, well, I kind of get it, but I don't know how to explain the it.
0: The difference to when I heard this, my life was, li- like, I literally looked at, like, the world differently. And I was like, whoa, like, this is, it's such a crucial difference to understand. But unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people are here yet. So let me ask you this before I give you the definitions of assimilation and acculturation. Do you think that they are both good? Do you think that they're both bad? Do you think that one is good, one is bad? What are y- What are your thoughts?
1: I think one is good and one is bad.
0: Okay. Do you have a Do you have a thought as to which one is good and which one is bad?
1: Um. I don't want to say the culture one. I so I, I think I'm going to go with the assimilation.
0: Assimilation is the bad one. Yeah. You're actually right. Right. So can let I me can I say why uh, I,
1: th- I think why? Yeah. So, I think something in my. Could be wrong, but it's my my gears are grinding and they're kind of saying like a simulation is kind of like um
0: This man said a simulation. A a simul Oh simulation. A
1: simulation is is what we're in if uh for those believers for those believers We're uh, we're in in a simulation. Okay. Um anyways the assimilation (laughs) uh I think it's bad because it, it's, it, it. to me, uh, from what you're saying, it seems like it's kind of like you heard it from here, you heard it from there, so everybody, like, believes it, and then it, it goes from there to here to there, and then it kind of, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, if I heard it from here, then it's correct, and it's true, so everybody is, like, riding with it. Mm-hmm. That things, that's a slang, isn't it? Probably. Probably. So that's what I think.
0: Okay. Correct so or not, That that's what it, I think. It's, I, I think you have the right idea. I don't, know that, I don't know that your thought process is altogether correct. And again, like, I'm not an expert, so I can't really tell <laughs> you whether <laughs> it's absolutely correct or not. But what I can tell you is from my experience and kind of the way that my professor explained it to me like what that means for me and, and how I see it. So let me read you the definitions of both. <clears throat> okay. So assimilation is the process of adopting the language and culture of a dominant social group or nation or the state of being socially integrated into the culture of the dominant group in a society. that assimilation? That's assimilation. That's the melting pot. So what that means is, you know, the the, strongest everyone America. adopts the language and culture of the dominant social group. So if you move to, a, a you know, a island Cacahuete... It's my animal Isn't that crossing. Yeah, it's animal, my animal Crossing, crossing yeah. <laughs> so we move to this island. So imagine us putting ourselves into an Animal Crossing island, right? Right. And Tom Nook uh, says that um, giraffes are the, the dominant social group of, of this island in Animal Crossing. Right. That means that we are all going to have to adopt the lifestyle, the culture of a giraffe. All of our trees are going to be tall. All the trees that we grow are going to be tall. We have to learn to uh, eat grass and eat leaves that are high up in a tree. You know, we're going to have to start wearing spots. You know, we'll walk around on stilts. I don't know what it means to be a draft, but like the culture of a draft, whatever. The, because Tom Nook has decided this is who the dominant social group is. You know, that's who you have to be. That's what you have to act like. And so the melting pot. You know, as America, as the melting pot was. When you come to America, you're an American. Forget about everything else that you learned before, anything else that you had in your life in the country, the experiences that you had. It doesn't matter because we melt into one. When I melt something down, if, if I put things into a melting pot, I can't separate them again. No, You know, I can't pick out, so if I, again, we're using America as an example, you know, I can't pick out the music that I once had from my home nation, because now the music is American music, right? So it's, you know, that's the idea of assimilation.
1: So it is bad. Okay. So, so
0: it's you know, for some people it's gonna be bad. I think it's it's not the way that we should look at things. I think that we should definitely look at things as a from a culturation acculturation perspective, which is the definition is the process of sharing and learning the cultural traits or social patterns of another group. Okay. And so acculturation or the salad bowl, you know, if if I throw in lettuce, tomato, cheese, onion, whatever into a salad bowl and mix it together. Even though it 's mixed together, can I can still see the tomato. I can pick those out. You know I can pick out the cheese. I can mm. pick I can see each individual piece and acknowledge that together we make a salad. Together we make this beautiful thing, but we each have our own individual pieces yeah. that make up what we are. and that to me, when I heard that, I was like, that is first of all, I'm uh, <laughs> i 'm hungry I want some I want some cheese fondue for the, me- for the melting pot. And, and, and I want a salad. But uh, so not only was I hungry, but I was, was like, this is beautiful. You know, like that is truly, I feel like the way that we should look at the world. You know, people come from different places. People come from different backgrounds. And there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Okay. I'm going to point it out. This is the second time you said Brack. When it comes to like backgrounds.
0: I said backgrounds. It's the sniffles, bro. You can't hear me right because my <laughs> nose is, I don't know what it is. My nose is stuffed up. I don't know why, but I, I didn't, I would never say br- background. That it's, sounds stupid. It's a background. I know the word. I speak bro, you, El fondo. You want me to say it differently? I got you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I understood it a lot better. Thank you.
0: Um, so, but So we all come from different places, and I think that, acknowledging that and learning and sharing cultures from other people is not a bad thing. And that's the way that we should live. You know, that's the way that anyone should live because it's just, it's being a good person. I feel like that makes us a good person.
1: You know what other cultures I would love to learn from? No, I don't. Cool.
0: That must suck. No, no, I want to know. Oh, you uh, want (laughs) to, oh, oh, stupid.
1: Um, The Hawaiian culture.
0: Oh, Hawaiian is very interesting. I I had a uh, linguistics course. My uh, I think I was a junior in college. Anyway, it's fascinating. I love this class. It was one of my favorite classes ever. From shout out to Doctor Doctor Costanzo. He definitely doesn't listen to the podcast, but if he did, that would be dope. Uh, um, so he he did like a lot of like language lessons about other languages. Mm-hmm. Like I I we learned to write in Korean. We learned to transcribe katakana, which is, like, Japanese script for English words. It's, it's actually really interesting. Well, we did a lesson on Hawaiian, and Hawaiian, like, they they only have a s- set number of consonants. Wow, I stuttered there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a, a a set number of consonants and, like, a set number of vowels. Like, they don't have 26 – well, we have 26 letters in the alphabet. They don't have 26 so. letters in the Hawaiian alphabet. Um and it's, like, it's a strict consonant vowel structure. Mm-hmm. So, like, you wouldn't have the word, like, place, P-L-A-C-E, because that P and the L couldn't be next to each other. Oh. It would have to be a vowel in between it in the Hawaiian language. It's very, very interesting. Um, That's really cool. See, I, I but, yeah, this is and this is why I love language so much, because, like, you just learn, like, little things that you never thought you would. Yeah. But, anyway. See,
1: I, I was born in Puerto Rico.
0: Right. And we have...
1: The everything we learn Christopher columbus um the dinos the f- yeah. you know yeah, and we have that just like any other country they celebrate the little like the say like the like, they have the little like the rituals mm-hmm. and then they like they do all that with the tattoos, and I think that's so cool, and we have like that in a way, but like paint, not tattoos right, right, right. paint and. And it's kind of, like, Hawaiian with, like, the stuff, like, the girls with the those little, like, mm-hmm. things on the their waist. Wow. And, the, and the, um, we do a lot of that stuff, and I love it. I love the Dino stuff. So, like, Hawaii.
0: For those who don't know... Uh, Taino is a word that is used to describe the indigenous people of the, of the Caribbean. Yeah. And um, it's so like, yeah.
1: So those were, they were kind of like, a like the Cherokee, right?
0: Well, there's a bunch of, it's like the native Americans for us, Yeah, which there's different tribes of native yeah, Americans, Cherokee but Taino is the word that is used to describe specifically the indigenous people of the Caribbean. So, you know. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So Tainos, like we have Tainos in the Dominican Republic. Um. And more than likely Christopher Columbus, because we know Christopher Columbus didn't actually come to America. He didn't not come to, at least not to the United States of America. (laughs) He didn't discover this country. No. Um, The Indians, which he called them, that he ran into were Tainos. So he actually, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Christopher Columbus landed in the DR. Um, And so the Tainos were the, the Native Americans, the Indians that he met there. So that's the word, that's what that word means.
1: Interesting. So, it's like, so, what I'm getting at, it's, I come from Puerto Rico, and then we know about that. Hawaii knows about that, and they're Hawaiian, so they're like Samoan, and they're, you know, all the kinds of Hawaiian that they,
0: no, nah, Samoa's a different place, but,
1: yeah, it's, are not from Hawaii?
0: No, Samoa's its own, Samoa is Samoa. Okay. There's a, there's a nation called Samoa. I thought Samoans were part of the Hawaiians. No, I think they share a lot of similarities, but they're not the same people. See? I'm, I'm glad
1: we're, I'm, I'm glad. I'm learning in this episode.
0: Because, like, um... Uh... Dwayne The Rock Johnson, his family is... Yeah, I thought he was Samoan. He and I is Samoan. Because he's, uh, he's from Hawaii. He's so from Hawaii. Let me give you a little history lesson okay, real see? quick.
1: But anyway, like, really quick before you go into that lesson, because I would love to yep. learn about that. Um... I kind of. I'm sure. I'm sure you can learn about it, and you can like you know do all this, then this and that. But I wish that I could be a part of that like community mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like I wish I could like do something to be able to. I don't know. Maybe celebrate it. I'm sure anybody can celebrate. Well, not everybody, but in a way. Be from there, you know what I mean. Like I, I'm already Puerto Rican, and I can I'll celebrate that f- you know that flag and everything from from that little island. But like at the same time, it's like I'm from Puerto Rico, but like I really appreciate Hawaiians. So it's like in a way, wishing that I was Hawaiian. Interesting. You know what I mean? I guess in a way, I, I, like I yeah. kind of
0: understand what you're saying, but but yes, yeah, Samoa is a, is an independent nation. Well, it is a it's an island consisting of two main islands. I'm not going to even try to pronounce them because I will butcher them and that's <laughs> n- it's not what I want to do. Um but it is a an island that is very different than very different from uh from Hawaii. Not But even they're, clo- they're, well, they're they're not even close to each other? Uh no. Not really. I think um Samoa is, is closer to Australia. You Hawaii is closer to us. See
1: now that you say that, so it's closer to Australia, and they have a lot of similarities with the Hawaiians. In New Zealand, their their sports teams, they do like the ritual stuff the like haka, that, yeah, yeah just mm-hmm. like Hawaiians. That's why, that's I think that's really cool. Which I
0: actually think is a is a Samoan tradition. The haka, is isn't that a? It's one of them. Samoan haka. All right, here we go. Uh the haka we're learning so much today uh is a ceremonial dance or challenge in maori culture so the maoris are the people of new zealand so it originated from new zealand actually so from new zealand then to other to other nations um see we're learning you know, we're educating ourselves and educating other people. Also, who m- who I, I'm, not I'm, know.
1: I'm super open to being educated. I, to I, others. I love
0: learning about new people and new things, and that, and I think that that's, I think that that's just what makes like good people just understand like, you know, people are different. Mm-hmm. Let's learn from other people, yeah. and it's it's acculturation, you know, learning and sharing that information. Yeah.
1: I don't want to be just where stuck. it
0: gets fishy. And I, I don't want to get too deep into this because, again, I'm not an expert on and most of the stuff that we're talking about. It's just, you know, interesting things to talk about. I think, and, and we can have our opinions, and we can be wrong. And if we're wrong, do us a favor: let us know your thoughts. If if we yeah. said something that if you if don't agree you, with yeah, or you have different opinions, you know, opinions, you know don't come at us. Co- but like <laughs> comment, comment and let us know. You know, as we we want to learn, and we genuinely care. Oh yeah. Um, and and so you know, if there's anything that we said wrong, or you know, if there's anything you want to educate us about, let us know. Um, but where where it gets, I think where acculturation gets scary or gets fishy, maybe is a, a better word to say it. Or where we need to be careful is when we cross the line into. Uh, I guess this is kind of a different topic. So um, is it, when we start to appropriate culture. You familiar with the term cultural appropriation?
1: Is that when it's it's not. Your culture, but you make it your own.
0: Basically, so like we take, uh, so for example, if I if I started walking around and doing the haka dance, oh, uh, and yeah. like starting to dress in like traditional Samoan or Hawaiian or New Zealand, you know, their uh, their traditional garb, their clothing, it's not my culture, and so it's that's kind of tough what I was because that's cultural what I was appropriation is so it's so it's hard because you, there's appreciation for culture. And there's appropriation. Let me read the definition of cultural appropriation. It is the adoption or co-opting, usually without acknowledgement, of cultural identity oh. markers associated okay. with or originating in minority communities by people or communities with a relatively privileged status. So I think that cultural appropriation would look more at, like, you know, if I just started if – I, if I started doing things – and what what's really key in, in this idea – is the fact that it specifically says um, the adoption of identity markers associated that originate in minority communities um, or peoples with a a less privileged status. So, you know, if if I went to another minority community, if I started dressing in um, a kimono, you know, like that's not my culture. Mm -hmm. And if I don't say like, oh, you know, this outfit is inspired by you know, the whomever, whatever yeah. community. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I'm just appreciating the culture for what it is, and I appreciate what it is, what it looks like. Um but a p- appropriation would just be like I'm just wearing it, just to wear it, and it's it, you know this is just who I am, and I just start to change. Like it's just who I am, but you're not, and, like, like it's the not way you. that I talk and like to to yeah. it, It's not it's, like it's not it, my culture. Yeah. You know, I can appreciate I can appreciate the Hawaiian culture, uh-huh. right? And I can I can appreciate what it is and what they do, but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna start walking around and trying to speak Hawaiian or trying to dress like a a Hawaiian because that's not my culture. And I think that that is where the difference between appreciation and appropriation um, comes is in. that
1: that's kind of what I was trying to get at so it's a good thing that you brought it up if you were to go to Hawaii
0: mm-hmm.
1: in in the culture of appreciation, is it possible to learn like the dance?
0: Oh, absolutely. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because that's still, learning a dance would still be appreciating. I mean, that's not like, I I think that where appropriation really comes in, and unfortunately, like, I don't want to, this happens a lot in, like, music. So, for example, Drake is notorious for (laughs) doing this. Drake (laughs) is a Canadian rapper.
1: Who takes everybody in, else's.
0: In every album, his music style is different. So is it appreciation or appropriation? He did, like, the, uh, what's the one? What's the one with, the like, the Sears Tower or whatever? It's the views? one with, like, Controller Yeah, Views from the 6th. Yeah. Right? And most, like, Controla and, uh, like, Controla. most of those songs, like, have that Afro beat. Yep. So, like, he took yep. from African culture. He's got this song that just came out recently where he's speaking Arabic. Arabic. Like he's taking from Arabic culture, like mm-hmm. it's just like everything that he does. So is it appreciation or is it the cult? Is or is it a, a appropriation? I can't judge that. Like I don't know. I don't think I know. You know enough to say, oh, it's one or the I other. But I like some models and musicians have gotten some serious flack because I think like Kylie Jenner, it's happened to her where she's oh, you know been featured on the cover of some album or, or the cover of some magazine in you know traditional clothing of some race or culture that is not her own and so like that came into a big thing like why why is she doing that if that was what we wanted for the magazine why not put someone of that culture yes. in that co- you know yes. you know yes. what i mean like why her yes and so i think that that's kind of where where that mainly
1: mainly on tiktok people yeah, you a- see it's it everywhere. um It's a back and, it's like a backhand type thing, back and forth in a way. Some people, for what Drake is doing, some people are kind of like, stop. That's not, that's not for you. Yeah. But some people are like, some people are taking it as appreciation. So in a way, it's like, he's showing appreciation to each and one of these. Yeah, but it's you're right. It's very difficult to it, like. It's be it, it's
0: such a f- that one is such a fine line <laughs> that it's hard to tell, and I guess it's all in the intent of the person. You know, like what was their purpose behind doing? Yeah, that? yeah. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: Is it to get them and like oh, uh, get them dragged in in a way like yeah. oh, like this this is me like showing you appreciation for your culture yeah. and yeah. they're gonna enjoy it, or is it just like, look at me, I can
0: do it right? Wow, that was heavy. I think we I learned a lot. I think we talked a lot of, and I think that you know this is a learning experience for both of us. You know, and and I think that's just people that are willing to learn and to hear about other people and to hear from other people. Really, just I, I just think that they're great. You know, and and not that I'm saying that we're great, but I think that it's nice that we can acknowledge what we know and what we don't know. Yeah, and be willing to put in the time to express our thoughts and even if we say something wrong you know there's nothing wrong with learning from that Mm -hmm. right so as Mm -hmm. long as we don't keep saying things wrong you know then then (laughs) i think we're okay yeah all right uh we're going to take another quick break and then after that we're going to get to my favorite segment uh i'm actually going to be quizzing cheney again this week in the you think you know segment um because i think it's going to be a lot of fun so we'll be right back guys All right, and we're back. Now, Cheney, this is going to be a very special segment of You Think You Know. Oh, yeah? You don't know what's coming. Usually we talk about, like, what the quiz is going to be about, but this time I really wanted to keep it a surprise. This is called You Think You Know Spanish. (laughs) All right. So we spent the whole episode talking about kind of slang, and we we, you know, talking about language and culture a little bit. And so today we're going to specifically be talking about Spanish idioms. Do you know what an idiom is? It may f- make you feel like an idiot, but it's idiom. Do you know what that is? Do you know what it mean? Yeah,
1: but if you want to elaborate on it... So I'm can't. not
0: going to give you the definition because I've done a lot of definitions, did a lot of teaching today. I'm going to give you an example. It's raining cats and dogs is an idiom in English that means...
1: It's it's poor. It's pouring.
0: It's raining a lot, yeah, right? Okay. Or like uh, I'm hungry as a what did they say? Hungry as a hippo, or I, I don't know. There's okay, a bunch. of idi- okay, I get it. Yeah. So it's like one of those sayings that you have in a language, right? Right. That does not mean what it literally translates to. Yes. Right. So it's not literally raining cats and dogs outside. Obviously. It's just raining a lot. Yes. So we're gonna be looking at 15 Spanish idioms that you may or may not have heard from. How do you thought this is gonna work today? I'm going to read you the idiom in Spanish. I'm going to directly translate it for our listeners yes. so that they can understand what it means. Yes. Uh, and all you have to do is tell me, and this one is going to be very subjective. I'm going to look for what do you think it means in and English. If it's and as close as you can get. If you're close, I'll give you the point. Okay. If you're way yeah. off, you know point. All right. Okay. I'm gonna give you twenty seconds because it's a little extra to think about today. So I'm very excited for this because well, there's uh, some of these that uh, are really fun. What we be doing oh, thirty, 30 seconds? seconds. Never mind you guys I I forgot that it's thirty and not 15. For some reason I thought we was doing fifteen seconds. I don't know why. Crack then we're going head. back to thirty seconds. When they All we're right.
1: talking about Siri.
0: I I I know. I I I did say that and I was like, wait, that's um I literally thought about that later. I was seconds. like, man, like, that's bugging because wait, we don't even do thirty <laughs> seconds, we do fifteen. Man, it's been a long day. I was up at 6.30 for work this morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it was a lot. It's It's been a lot. So, I'm going to give you 30 seconds, but I'm going to read it all, and then you have 30 seconds to think about it. Cool. All right, you ready? I think so. This is going to be fun. All right. All right, number one. The phrase is tomar el pelo, which translates to to take the hair. So, you have 30 seconds to think about what does <laughs> toma- I'll even use it in a sentence me estas tomando el pelo which would directly translate to you <laughs> are taking my leg or taking hair. the hair sorry
1: you're taking my hair 25 seconds el pelo. so
0: to take the hair you're taking the hair I do this with my students with my upper level students I put these on like a paper and they have to try and tell me what they mean.
1: Tomar el pelo. Hey yo. Five seconds. Um, you're getting on my nerves. That is way off. My God. That's
0: way off. The correct answer is the correct English translation would be to pull someone's leg. <sighs> so like.
1: You said leg. I could.
0: I, I know. That's why I messed up. I was like, oh, hopefully he didn't catch <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, so you're pulling my leg. You're joking with me. You're pulling my leg. I, so, so why would they Spanish, say hair? In Spanish, you're you're taking my hair. I I don't know. <laughs> Whatever, bro. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> Ser pan comido. <laughs> Hold up. What? Ser pan comido.
1: Ser pan comido.
0: <laughs> Which would translate to, "to be eaten bread." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm toast. Oh, you're toast. No. What? <laughs> no. What? Ser pan comido.
0: You're going to be so mad when you hear the answer to this. Ser
1: pan comido.
0: Yeah, ser pan comido. What is it? So, for example, you would say, el trabajo es pan comido. It's what? It's a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. Pan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they didn't say, like, Biscocho. <laughs>
1: My god.
0: <laughs> all right. So you're over 2. I'm not going to Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. That that's tough. It's just so funny, but like you think about them in English and like raining cats and dogs, you're like, "Oh, you know, people say that all the time. You know what exactly what it means." But when you put it in another language, even if it's a language that you know, like that's so crazy. Some of these don't make sense. Like the next one. All right. Number 3. Estar como una cabra. Which translates to to be like a goat. 30 seconds. Someone might say, Esta noche está como... Oh, I'm sorry. Esta noche estás como una cabra. It
1: es gent-
0: Estar como una cabra.
1: See, if we say that in, in a Puerto Rican... Idiom, it it would mean a completely different thing.
0: An inappropriate something? Yep. Yep, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, Your 30 seconds is up. Do you have an answer? (laughs) No. Estar como una cabra means to be a little crazy.
1: I mean, it kind of has the same thing. I don't know why
0: goat is the definition of like crazy. You're acting like a goat. Like I don't know what goats be acting like. Are they really out there whiling like I that? I mean, they'd be
1: like, L-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l. hey
0: so. yo, <laughs> what in the world kind of goat you be looking at, bro?
1: Bro, you ain't seen vine, bro.
0: Okay.
1: Question number four.
0: <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> bro, let me hear. Let me hear. All right. <clears throat> no tener pelos en la lengua. <laughs> Which would translate to uh, not to have hairs on your tongue.
1: Does it have to do with um, snitching? No. I'm about to black.
0: Here's uh, 20 seconds. I'll read you the example. Mi amigo no tiene pelos en la lengua.
1: Well, he obviously doesn't have hair in his tongue. He
0: definitely does not have a hairy tongue. You ever seen people with hairy tongue? It's a disease. A thing? It's disgusting.
1: Yeah, I don't want to say it. Um,
0: that takes the whole brushing bro, your tongue to hold it. What level. is it, bro? You don't have a guess. Well, you said snitching. Yeah. I guess would be your guess. So, nothing that pelos in la lengua would be to be straightforward or to tell it like it is. So they just keep it at being.
1: None of these makes <laughs> sense.
0: So not to have hair and don't have hair on your tongue means you just you just tell it like it is. You just be honest, straightforward.
1: But black, Okay, continue.
0: All right. <laughs> you should probably get, you you might get this one. All right, number 5? I think we're on. Yes. Whatever number it is. 5. The idiom is tirar la casa por la ventana. Tirar la casa por la ventana, throw. which would translate to to throw the house through the window. Can you use an ex- uh, in a sentence? Yes. Tire la casa por la ventana cuando compré mi nuevo coche.
1: I bought my new house. I, I threw my house out the window when I bought a new car. Okay. Correct. I went
0: broke. You're close. I'm, I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to give you that one. It means to spare no expense. So, like, doesn't matter what it costs. You just, you're giving it all. So, you're probably going to break was, If you're sparing was, no offense, you're close. No, I'm giving you that one. Okay, it, I appreciate it. It, it would mean it. that no expense has been spared or that money is no object. So, if you say it like that, you're not close. But I'm giving it to you because you knew it had to do with money, and that's all that matters. Cool. Good. <laughs> Let's go. I want to get you a zero. Let's go. <laughs> okay, this one is dumb, but we're just going to go for it. Okay. The phrases "quedarse de piedra," "quedarse de piedra," which would translate to "to stay like a stone,"
1: "quedarse de piedra," is to that stay like "stay like a stone"? See if we use. I'm so Puerto Rican. If 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 you. Quedarse de piedra.
0: I'll, you want me to read it in the sentence? Give me a second. Okay.
1: If if I roughly translate it into the Puerto Rican Spanish, is te quedaste a pie, which means you're walking like you have no car. Like, they left you behind in a way. like Oh, the no pied,
0: car. your foot. Yeah. Yeah, that's nowhere close. Let me read you the example and then see if you can figure it okay. out. Okay. All right. The example is, <clears throat> uh, me quedé de piedra, cuando me dijo la historia me quedé I, de piedra do, I, cuando me dijo la historia can
1: I do slang and then you you
0: yeah if it, if your slang if your sentence that you say is <laughs> is right i will I will give you credit
1: All right I blacked when I found out that story no it has i, I think
0: what is it the definition is to be stunned. Uh, same thing. If you're blacking, you're upset. You're freaking out. You're bugging over something. Well, not exactly. That's King not what stun stunned is like you're speechless. Like you you don't you can you don't have no words to say. I would say I blacked. I need an impartial judge. Ruby Does does I'm blacking or I blacked when Come I here, heard that story mic. and I stunned Come I here. was stunned when I heard that story mean the same thing. All right, she wasn't listening. All right, so we have a dispute here, okay? So the definition of this idiom means to be stunned. Chaney said... Uh, I blacked. I blacked. So I, the example is... Uh, I
1: black when you blacked, when I heard the like, story,
0: I was stunned. Chaney said... I blacked. I blacked. Are those the same thing? I don't think it's the same no, thing, no. and so I would say that's not the same thing. No. Our impartial that's judge... Are that's Cap... <laughs> Our impartial third-party judge bro. has ruled it is not correct. They're not the same thing. I blacked. You. I, blacked. I was upset. I was bugging. That's exactly bro, go what sit I down, said. bro. Go sit down. Thank you, Ruby.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number whatever we're on. I don't even know. All right. I think this is seven. All right. The phrase is... Lo- Lo dijo de labios para fuera. Lo dijo de labios para fuera, which would literally translate to he said it from the lips outwards.
1: He spoke. Obviously, if you roughly translate it, that's what one would say, but that's not what I'm saying.
0: That's <laughs> it's what it's I would say <laughs> if it was right, but since I know it's not right, let me let me just <laughs> let me reevaluate real quick.
1: Okay. Um, Let me
0: read you the sentence.
1: Thank
0: you. Lo dijo de labios para fuera cuando dijo que era culpable. So if I if I put the rough English translation into the sentence, it would be uh, he said it from the lips outwards when uh, he said he was guilty.
1: He meant it from the bottom of his heart. Like,
0: oh, I wish I could give you that one. Because it's the exact opposite of that. It's to say something you didn't mean.
1: So this is when this is when I'm black. That's when you mean you're upset. So sure. I'm blacked.
0: Yeah, sure. Right now. I, I I would be too if I was you. But I'm not. So Oh, but you are. <laughs> oh, I'm black, but what? I'm not blacked. <laughs> Stupid. All right. You ready for the next one? (laughs) No. Oh, yeah. You're not. All right. The next phrase. Estar hecho un ají. Un what? Un ají. Estar hecho un ají, which would translate to to be made a chili, like a pepper, like a chili pepper. To be made a chili.
1: Have we ever finished early? No. Is that a choice?
0: No le gustó el resultado. Está hecho de un ají
1: they like the result, he's made of chili. Well,
0: that would be the direct translation. Yes. yes. So what would it mean? If you think about this one for the next 15 seconds, you will absolutely get this one. Do it, say it again. Say it again. The s- Spanish Past sentence. Time. The Spanish sentence. Yeah. Uh, no le gustó el resultado. Está hecho un ají. So translate it again. What does it mean?
1: He didn't like the result.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He is chili. He's made of chili. He's very chilly chili in a way.
0: So that would mean you can get this one. I know you can. He's upset. He's upset. To be very angry.
1: Nobody says that. <laughs> I've never heard anybody ever say that.
0: Where did these come from? Yeah, no. I told you you could get that. that one. I think that one, that one, out of all the ones that we've done so far, is the closest to exactly what it means. To be made of a chili would be to be. No, you think about chili being hot, and if I say like, "Oh, yo, I'm hot right now," like, slang. I'm mad. It's slang, right? I'm mad. So it's just you know that one. That one in Comido," okay. which is like when you put it in a sentence, it's a piece of cake. That's easy. But when you think about just to be eating bread, that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next one? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You're not going to. What get
1: that mean? Wait a minute. What? Oh, no. Never mind. Never mind.
0: You are not going to get this one. I'm just warning you now. Cool. <laughs> the next phrase is, Empezar la casa por el tejado. Empezar la casa por el tejado. The, which would directly roof? translate to uh, to start the roof by the... I'm sorry, to start the house by the roof.
1: Sentence.
0: Uh, oh my God, this is a hard sentence. Si empezáramos la construcción sin los fondos, estaríamos empezando la casa por el tejado.
1: That whole sentence literally said... Uh
0: if we started construction without the funds we would be starting the house by the roof i will take an approximate estimation of what this might mean cuz there's no the the phrase the idi- this is like a whole other english saying it, this is hard with
1: no funds
0: this next one there's no way you're getting the next no one no funds way. yep if i if we started construction without the funds we would be starting the house by the roof.
1: Time is up. Time is
0: up. Do you have a guess? No. Just give me a guess.
1: Um, So
0: you're starting the house by the roof. um,
1: You're starting with the roof.
0: Which would mean what? What do you think that might mean? I think you can get this one
1: it would mean you're starting with the roof, bro.
0: That's literally what it translates to, to start the house by the roof, but what does it mean?
1: Start from scratch?
0: No, because you would not. He was start, so confident, you would, you he was not you his would head. not start with the roof if you were starting from scratch, you would start from the bottom up. Because this means to do things in the wrong order to have things in the wrong order. There's an English phrase that says to put the whatever, I c- don't care. Just listen. Keep going. This is for the listeners, not for you. Shut up. The th- it, there's an English saying that <laughs> that says to put the cart before the horse. So like if you think of like a horse and buggy, you don't put the horse in front or you don't put the cart in front of the horse because then it's not going to go anywhere. You have to put you have to do things in the right order.
1: Can I ask you a question?
0: Yeah, you're more than welcome to. All right, next question.
1: <laughs> I just sneeze.
0: God bless yeah. you. Thank you. What are you going to ask?
1: When have you ever heard anybody say any of this?
0: That one I've heard. Well, not in Spanish. I don't remember. I don't speak in Spanish to people. did you find these,
1: and why did you think it was okay to oh, ask these, them these are great.
0: I love these. The next two, you are never going to get. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so why give it to Go, bro. Because we got to get to all 15. All right. Estar más sano que una pera. Estar más sano que una pera. To be more healthy than a pear.
1: That's what it means.
0: That is what it translates to. Well, that's what it means. Mi abuela tiene ochenta y cinco años, pero está más sana que una pera.
1: She's healthy. She's healthier than a peach.
0: A peach, a pear, first of all.
1: Oh, wait. She's, yo, Jason, chill back there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would it mean there's actually an, I- an English idiom or saying that I don't think makes any sense but like the English translation makes a lot more sense from the Spanish idiom but
1: it literally translates "She is healthier than a pair
0: she's healthier than a pair so what would that mean
1: that she's 80 years old and still looking good and healthy S- yeah Give me that. You're gonna give I'm me I'm that. I'm gonna
0: give you that one. There's an English idiom that l- that means exactly the same thing. Wait. An English saying that you don't we look. Use, you
1: don't look a day over eighty. No,
0: not that. <laughs> 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 to be fit as a fiddle. You ever heard someone say? Heard oh that, yeah, he's that. fit as a fiddle. I heard that. This is the Spanish equivalent of fit as a fiddle. That's what I said. And a fiddle is just a violin, so I don't know why people are talking about a violin like that. Because a
1: violin is fit. How? The way it fits in the little case. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stupid. All right. This is, this one, there is no way. No Which way. I will be so surprised. Okay. Next one. Ser un... I'm sorry. Ser uña y carne. Ser uña y carne. To Being be f- one. To be fingernail and flesh.
1: To be together. To be in one.
0: I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Um, The example sentence says, Juan y Pedro son uña y carne. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Go ahead.
1: They're, they're, um, what are their names? Uh, They're uh, Bonnie and and Clyde.
0: I see where you're going with that. Ah, The the direct translation or the, the English translation is to be bosom buddies. So they're like... Uh, super they're inseparable so to be one is inseparable right. I, I, so i'll give you that one appreciate it uh, to, but, but when you think like to be fingernail and flesh or fingernail and meat like that's just it's who just, says that who sa- who nobody says, that, says no, that that's disgusting but it, i could like hey yo like like cheney's the best man at my wedding next year so it's like Oh yeah, you know Cheney. That yeah, that's my boy. That's my fingernail. Like he's the fingernail to my flesh. Like nobody says that. <laughs> no, that's disgusting. <laughs> if you said that in English, people would look at you like, uh, uh, "Uh, are you okay? You need to get help." That's disgusting. All right, we got four more Cheney.
1: Oh my god.
0: I know this has been fun. This is I am enjoying this.
1: I'm sure, <laughs> <they can. laughs>
0: Okay, this one might be about you. All right, <laughs> number four, which is like number eleven. <laughs> um, I'm going in backwards order. It's The list oh, starts right, with 15 right. and goes to 1, so that's why I haven't been keeping track because right. it's just too much to think about. All right. Tener un humor de perros, which would literally translate to be to have the mood of dogs. Tener un humor de perros.
1: Is it bipolar?
0: No, no. I'll read you the sentence before... Okay. Ellos tienen un amor, I'm sorry, un amor, what un am amor I, I know, I'm tripping. Ellos tienen un humor de perros porque no aprobaron los exámenes en la universidad.
1: Is it like bad attitude? Like bad? That is correct. Okay.
0: To be in a bad mood. Bad mood. Yep, okay. yep. I don't know why dogs are in a bad mood. Like most dogs are always happy. Like my <laughs> dog, if I go upstairs right now, he's gonna jump and. Nah, Otis is
1: different. Nah, no, I go upstairs and he's, he's like. He's
0: mad when he sees you because he doesn't know you. He's
1: like seven. I've been, I've only been here like. <laughs> I listen, don't know.
0: He, he's he's a special breed. That's a yeah. That's a special little boy. Uh, mm-hmm, right you're there.
1: like yeah. I can't say that word.
0: All right, <laughs> the next one. Oh, okay. The next phrase. Se me hace agua la boca. Drooling. You so, wait till I read you the Just give me a second cuz you're wrong. So, if you want me to accept that as no, your no, no, answer, go ahead, go ahead. Right. That, that's what I would say. That's what I, right. I see, that's what. Yeah, yeah, you was if, yeah, I got Yeah,
1: you.
0: yeah. <laughs> actually, it's not actually too far off, but I'm going to you to give me a better answer. All right, all right, all right. So, "Se me hace agua la boca" would translate to uh
1: cuando veo comida buena.
0: Well, that's the... Well, yeah, exactly. "Se me hace agua la boca" solo pensar en la paella. In the what? Paella. What is that? You don't know what paella? It's a Spanish dish from Spain. Um,
1: but when you say it's a Spanish, I figured it's from Spain.
0: So, so it's it's kind of hard. So you're drooling, but why are you drooling? Like, what it, what is your mouth actually? Give me me the scientific
1: definition. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, description. Um, so you're an idiot. Oh, you're. Oh, you don't. Okay, I thought he actually did. I
0: can't. I can't. Like, I want to give you the translation, but it's like, um, it's pretty direct. This translation is pretty direct.
1: Does it start with an H and rhyme with Orbe? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna
0: say it. So this means I might give you credit for this one because I think you yeah, actually might have
1: se me hace agua la boca. So like
0: you're drooling because uh, uh, you're let, like let me change the sentence. Se me hace agua la boca, solo pensad en el penil. You're doing too much. What was tell me <laughs> tell me what what does that mean? That, I, that man, I, I can't. Say well I woke up.
1: It's like I can't wait to eat it. In a way, it's like um, you, because because uh, it looks so good. So uh, I'm gonna give you credit mouth, just because
0: you said drooling, and your mouth is doing this when you're drooling. It makes your mouth water. What is it? That's what it is to make one's mouth water. So like to be mouth watering. So drooling so is not yeah. Yes. So that's
1: the, that's
0: the, that's the definition. That's what it translates to, and it actually means like to make your mouth water. Why
1: do you want to know the answer? It's the same thing.
0: Drooling and drool. making your mouth water is not the same thing. You're right. Your that's why drools. I, I want to give you credit for it.
1: it I'm going to right. give you credit Drooling, for it because
0: the, like your mouth is making water the same. Like it's the same thing. It's the same reason, but, but it doesn't the have dogs, the same connotation. Dogs drool. Like, I we
1: don't we keep it in our like,
0: mouths. Well, I drew like if, if you fall asleep and you drool when you well, sleep, yeah, that's but not like, making but your but mouth I, water because you're like, it looks good, oh, and yeah, you're but hungry I'm, or whatever. I'm,
1: I'm talking about sleep right now. I'm talking about I'm drooling while I'm sleeping because of that food is so good.
0: Common sense, just mad because he's only Common got four sense, of these, right? Out so that's why he's a little upset Common right now. Common sense. Esta, wait, let me see. Tiene un amor de perros right now. So he just needs to relax Get it, a little bit. Grab. All right, uh, last two, Chin. Here you go. Well, I'm giving you credit for it, but I don't want to. <clears throat> Tiene más lana que un borrego. Tiene más lana que un borrego. Which would translate to, he has more wool than a lamb.
1: That's a lamb in sp- Spanish? Apparently. He has more wool than a lamb.
0: Yep. So, uh, for example, oh, this is, I'll tell you later. Uh, El el pagó la cuenta en el restaurante porque tiene más lana que un borrego. He made out
1: of money. He got a lot of money.
0: To be loaded with cash. That is correct. So, lana is Spanish slang for money. money. There you go. See, learning more slang now. All right. You've actually got like maybe five or six of these, which is the worst score we've ever had in this game. But You did me dirty with these questions. This is hard. These are really hard, but it's great. It is hilarious. All right. Last question. Question number 15. Echar agua al mar. Echar agua al mar, which which would directly translate to to throw water into the sea. Using a sentence. Tratar de converserla es como echar agua al mar. Ella nunca va a cambiar.
1: Oh, so it's like, okay. It's kind of like, it's like fighting fire with fire. Like you're not going to turn off the fire with more fire. Absolutely.
0: That is correct. So to do something pointless. Basically. Or to put a drop in the bucket. To do something pointless is the answer. Um, But you're absolutely right. To fight fire with fire. Well, to fight fire with fire is usually used differently. But the way that you explain it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. gonna go to a yeah, fire and try to put it out with fire because it's not doing anything.
1: I think to fight fire with fire is more like an argument. Like,
0: yeah, you're you're, you're responding with it. anger to anger, and that's right. right, right. What they use it as, but your explanation was correct. It's shada wild to do something pointless because um, throwing a bucket of water into the sea it's just you're just adding water it. to the water, and it doesn't doing make any nothing. sense. So, well, let's see. You got one, two, six, three. <laughs> Four, five, six. He's still going? Seven. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, seven. Eight. Eight. It's not bad. That's more than I thought you did. Because at the beginning, it, it was looking a little rough.
1: It was. <laughs>
0: it was looking a little <laughs> rough. You went like 0 for 5, I think. Uh you went over four was your start. So it was a little rough. What a great off start. rip. And it was like I'm looking a little nervous for you.
1: Wait, eight for eight for fifteen. Eight for fifteen. That's the usual. I go on two K. I'm good. <laughs> 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 I, hey I be cashing up though.
0: Well, that was a lot of fun. I had a good time. I'm sure you did. Listeners, I, I hope you had as much fun as I did making fun. I mean, uh having a good time with Cheney here on this this latest edition of You Think You Know. Next week, I already know whatever we talk about, the, the quiz is going to be so hard. I'm not oh, I'm not going to have any idea any of the answer. I'm going to see her sounding stupid I'm, for the next for gonna, the last fifteen minutes. But
1: I'm going to pull out a quiz that you don't even know anything. And it's going to be
0: like uh, tell me all the elements on the periodic table uh, Every backwards. Single, backwards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: no, but this has been a lot of fun. I had a great time, Janie. As always, this was this is uh, a good time. I think we learned a lot.
1: I did like that part.
0: You know, we we did learn. <laughs> we learned a lot about culture, a little bit about language. We learned that Cheney maybe thinks he knows he knows a little something something about Spanish, a little bit. Um,
1: no, I know Spanish. I don't know idi- <laughs> <that's, I'm not laughs> idioms. Idioms are about so it. hard. I'm not even gonna talk about it.
0: Uh, all right. Well, I think we're gonna get up out of here. Uh, hey, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, shop at the Redbubble shop. Redbubble.com/slash/afrolatinos, and you're gonna find our page to to buy our merch. We have stickers available for purchase. They're $2.50 a piece, which I don't think is too bad because they're really high quality and they look great. Yep. Um, they go on your water bottle, your laptop, your phone, your, your pretty much anywhere you want to put a sticker. Um, and you can put our design on pretty much just about anything. Yep, I got, um, I got
1: um, Chandler Fig on Instagram, Jadie Fig on uh, Twitter, tweet at me, you know. They got Aubin, Aubin I don't know his, you guys can find It's the it. same thing
0: everywhere. It's A-L-G-J-O-4. Oh, four. Oh, four. But that's probably not my, I don't think it's my Instagram, but that doesn't really matter. So, uh, <laughs> it's been great, you know, catch us on our Facebook page, Afro-Latinos. Yep. Um, Comment, okay. comment yep. some of your favorite English idioms, you know, what are some funny sayings, or if you speak a different language, you know, let us know a different language, what are some idioms that you have in your language that don't translate directly to English, that stuff that does just doesn't make any sense. Yep. Um. You can find our podcast on Apple Music, or, uh, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, you know, anywhere podcasts can be found. Um, So until next time, nos vemos.
1: Que tengan un buen día.
0: Adios.